When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Kogan Money Credit Card, packed full of value with rewards and no annual fees. Summer Breakfast. Well, for our female cricketers, Scoob, all roads lead to South Africa for next month's T20 World Cup. And, of course, the pursuit of what would be an incredible third straight T20 title. Australia's premier all-rounder is Ash Gardner, and she joins us on the line this morning. G'day, Ash. Welcome to SEN. Hello. Thanks for having me. How... Can I just start? how good are you going at the moment? I mean, you had a massive 2022 and then player of the series against India last month, equal most wickets, I think. You averaged, uh, well, near about 50 with the bat, just straight dominating at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it is nice, to be honest, to be um, with you, just to be contributing to the team. Um, I think if you had said that in 2021, I would have been very happy, but I was kind of on the other end of not really enjoying cricket. So, yeah, to, I guess, finish... Um, 2022 on on such a high, I guess, leading into such a hectic um, back end for our season. Yeah, I couldn't be happier. Ash, I wanted to talk a little bit about your build-up to when you debuted for Australia in, I think it was 2017, because I, I remember watching the game. I reckon it was against New Zealand, and I watched you walk out the bat, and, and you, the first few balls you faced, look, this young lady just knows what she's on about. She... she recognises the competition she's up against and looks like, you know, you just fit this game, international game, like a hand in glove. I suppose you didn't feel that way, but the way you played looked like you felt that way. What was your build-up to getting picked for Australia, that that pathway you came through? Um, I guess like most other young cricketers, um, I was playing a lot of, obviously, underage tournaments, but I think for me, I was very blessed in the time that I came into the game where things were getting more professional and um, obviously the big bash kind of boosted that for a lot of players and it certainly did for me. Um, the first first season for, for big bash, I was kind of floating here and there, like not really knowing kind of what my role was in the team and I guess the second year I was given the opportunity to, to bat three for the sixes and um, the lineup that we had for a 19-year-old to be batting at three, um, yeah, it was certainly a pretty cool thing to, to say that I was doing. And, yeah, I was fortunate enough to, I guess, make some runs throughout that season and ultimately, yeah, make my debut for Australia. Um, I don't think my debut probably went as planned, which is okay because I've kind of grown since then, which is which is cool. But, um, yeah, I guess to look back at when my international um, career started to now, I've obviously grown so much both on and off the field and I'm just in a really good place at the moment Um with my cricket and probably just trying to take things um, pretty lightly and not getting caught up, um, I think, in all the bad performances. You always expect you know, to be on the winning side when you're in a competitive sport. Did, did you think the Australian team could end up as successful as it, what it has been since your career started internationally? Yes, yeah, see, um, I just have to look at that first series that we were in, or well, the first T20 series that I played in, we were playing really timid cricket and I know in 
um, the T20 format. You can't play timid. You have to be really fearless in in what you want to do. And it was quite a um, quite a big um, wake up call for us to, I guess, try and change what we were doing. And then um, on the back of a um, semi final loss um, at the 50 over World Cup, that was kind of our moment or our our line in the sand moment to kind of go, okay, well, what can we change? Um, and then pretty much from that moment onwards, we've been almost on unstoppable obviously we've been beaten um a, a couple of times but i think just the way that we're playing cricket at the moment is yeah fantastic to see and um you just have to look around our side and i think anyone that's in the 11 or even not in the 11 the, the 14 could play in any nation around the world so it's yeah mm. pretty um pretty ex- exciting to be involved in this side not easy to keep that work ethic up while you're having so much success um have you got a I suppose a, a good system amongst all of you that you know you you keep inspiring each other to make sure you you hit the limits that you can get to to be successful. Yeah, it certainly is tough at um, some points, no doubt. But um, I think everyone's so different, and, and we get along off the field. So I guess everyone knows kind of how people operate. Um, and in saying that, we've got a fantastic support network here with with all our staff um, and the people that travel with us. So we're always really well equipped from that side of things. And um, I think it's just keeping in mind what actually keeps you in the game and, and why you started playing it. And it's just because you loved it rather than seeing it as a job or um, things like that, just playing it because you love it. Mm. Um, and I guess that's probably the mind frame that I've tried to take in this last 12 months is why I want to play the game. And that's because of who I'm inspiring and um, who I can actually have an impact on long after my career. So I guess they're the things that I try and keep in the back of my mind um, when I'm walking out onto the field. Speaking of star all-rounder Ash Gardner, and Ash, tomorrow you get the opportunity, to, I guess, to test your leadership credentials against an international side. So you've been named captain of the Governor-General's eleven to play Pakistan in that ODI tomorrow. Yeah, it's an awesome experience for me, and um, I haven't captained too many teams before, but it's another thing, yeah, like you said, just to keep, I guess, developing in that um, leadership um, area, and it's a fantastic young side that's um, that's come up here. And, yeah, a lot of those girls haven't played international cricket before. So to come up against someone like Pakistan, it's it's going to be um, a completely different challenge. And I guess, yeah, really test my leadership to know when to, to bowl certain people or um, certain fields and things like that. So, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm certainly taking this game pretty seriously from a captaincy point of view and, um, yeah, certainly want to win as well. Speaking of captains, Meg Lanning back, back as captain, must be a big boost for the girls. Fantastic. Um, she was obviously really missed um, through that Indian series, but um, I think Midge stepped up in her um, spot quite well and then obviously T-Mac right at the end. But um, to have someone like Meg come back into your side, um, she's one of the best in the world for a reason and to, to have her boosting your batting um, order is just fantastic. So I'm just I'm pleased for her obviously taking time away and um, figuring out if she really did love the game and um, clearly she does and I'm just super excited to... I guess, see what this next little period holds for her. Yeah, so she's back. Alyssa Healy, we hope he's going to be right. And you've got a number of others coming back from injury. It's a busy um, few months coming up for you, isn't it? I mean, obviously the World Cup's uh, front of mind at the moment. But then after that, you've got a one-off test in the UK, I think, and then a, maybe a T20 and ODI series in the middle of the year as well. So it's a, going to be a busy uh, busy few months for you. Yeah, it's a pretty hectic um, next couple of years, to be honest with you. Obviously, World Cups are something that you always strive for, so... Having that T20 World Cup in South Africa where I don't think many of our players have actually been. So it's going to be quite a challenge being able to adapt to that quite quickly. But mm. then, yes, yeah, I guess turning our thoughts 
um, further down the year and um, having an away Ashes um, is something that we always look forward to. It's always a fantastic battle against England. Um, and then, yeah, plenty of other series around that and um, also our Big Bash. So there's plenty of um, cricket to look forward to, which is really exciting. Well, Ash, you're in incredible form and the team is so strong. Uh, we wish you well for next month at, at the World Cup. But actually, before that, of course, tomorrow, uh, when you take the field as captain of the Governor-General's eleven against Pakistan, we'll watch with interest. Uh, good luck with that and what's to come. Thank you very much. Thanks. There's Ash Gardner there, gun all-rounder for the Australian women's cricket team. What a star. How far has she come? In what oh. seems like, I'm sure it's different for her, but not a great deal of time. Mm. Mate, I remember a debut back in 2017. Mm. You just saw that, I thought, she's just suited to the game. You could tell. Yeah, you could just tell. The way she walked out, the way she handled herself, the whole life. Yeah. You thought, she's the package. Mm. There's, the package is there. You know, selectors must have been really happy that day because I'm sure at the end of her first one day international, and I can't remember exactly what she scored on the day, but you could just see that her and international cricket were going to be pals. Indeed. Uh, have you guys, <laughs> a bit of feedback for our quiz, uh, have you guys got the audio of Finey's quiz, the great Mark Fine, when the callers couldn't get the answers correct? So this is what can happen. If you make it too hard, no one can get the answers, Scoob, and you get angry because I'm giving away clues and so on. Um, have you got the audio when Finey's quiz, when the callers couldn't get the answers correct, so he just cancelled the quiz on the spot? Funniest quiz on <laughs> SEN ever. That's from Hammer in Roeville. Uh, Hammer, I love a trip down memory lane. I love a bit of nostalgia. So for you and perhaps many, many more listening this morning, this is that famous piece of audio you're referring to. It's Stephen Bloody Kernahan. Goodbye. No quiz prizes tonight. A break. And when we come back, another break. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old, does it? <laughs> Stephen Bloody Kernahan. Uh, and we'll get to a break there too. And after that, not another break, uh, we'll get in touch with Julian to stoop ahead of mornings.